Hey guys, how we doing? I'm Liz Wheeler. Welcome to The Liz Wheeler Show. If you haven't subscribed to the show already, please do so. Go over to iTunes, or I guess it's called Apple Podcasts now on your phone. And it's a little purple icon, for those of you who might not know. And hit subscribe, give us a five-star rating, write us a good review. If you like the show, if you don't like the show, that's okay. You can tell me why you don't like it, but just send that in an email. Don't put that publicly because we don't want other people to know. Um, also, if you could subscribe to my YouTube channel, just go to Liz Wheeler Show on YouTube and hit subscribe and then hit the bell so that you're notified every time that we have a new episode or a new video that drops for you. That would be greatly appreciated. We've had a pretty, pretty busy week politics aside around my house because we were gone for a week in Washington, D.C. and came home and our garden had just exploded with produce. So every night I've been making zucchini stir fry. What I've been doing is taking the zucchini and, well, stir-frying it, duh, with pico de gallo and then making a sort of a sort of Mexican bowl. It's like Mexican rice with a zucchini and I put sesame seeds on it. I put some chopped up beets, some chopped up apple. It's like a combination of a Mexican bowl and a Mediterranean bowl. Um, and then a little, well, a little fake cheese on the top of it. And it's been really, really delicious. So um, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for the tomatoes to come in because I'm going to make some homemade tomato soup, which I... Hopefully will be good enough that I can actually share when I'm doing that, but we shall see. Um, okay, let's get down to business. What we're going to talk about today is, well, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, visited Taiwan amidst all these threats from China about what they were going to do if she did actually visit Taiwan. They threatened to shoot down her plane. So I want to talk about why this was never going to happen. The Chinese were never going to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane. This was an empty threat. But I want to talk about what China actually wants from the United States. What they want is not an out and out war with us. And I want to talk about how they are going to accomplish the goals, what they intend for us. And specifically, I want to talk about the fact that down in Florida right now, Chinese nationals are buying up a ton of real estate, tons, sight unseen at elevated prices above market value. And I want to ask the question, why is this happening? And how is this even allowed to be happening in our country? Um, this is actually a far more important topic than Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. So let's dig into this. All right. I like ExpressVPN because there are a lot of creeps on the internet. I don't need to tell you this. And I don't just mean individual creeps. There are companies that are creeps too. Internet service providers particularly know every single website that you visit when you open your phone browser, when you get on your laptop. Internet service providers can then sell this information to ad companies and to tech giants who use your data to target you specifically. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. You'll want to keep your business private. ExpressVPN protects your privacy online by anonymizing your identity and encrypting your data so that your internet service provider cannot track your every move and collect your data. And it's so easy to use. All you do is download the app on your phone or your computer. You tap one button and you're protected. That's literally all there is to it. ExpressVPN is better than all the other guys because they engineered all of their servers to run only in RAM. All user data gets wiped on every reboot, making it impossible for their VPN servers to keep logs of their users. ExpressVPN couldn't store your information even if they wanted to. So secure your online activity today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Liz. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Liz. If you use my URL, you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Liz. Oh, also, before we dive into China, Taiwan, Pelosi, what China actually wants from the United States, 
My producer, Matt, brought this to my attention just in the last couple of hours that there is a song that's topping the charts right now across the country. It's the top song on YouTube by country music star John Rich, and it's called Progress. And I want to play a little bit of this song for you, but first I want to give you a little context here. John Rich is a country singer, and he's openly conservative, but that in and of itself would be a significant accomplishment to top the charts being an open conservative. But what's even more significant is this song has topped the charts for almost two weeks now. It debuted Friday a week ago. So it's now been a week and a half. And during this same period of time, both Beyonce and Lizzo dropped albums. So none of the songs on Beyonce's album or on Lizzo's album have topped this song from John Rich. And You might think, okay, he's conservative, he's a country music star, but what does that have to do with politics? Well, listen to this. There's a hole in this country where it's hard used to be. And no glory is divided on fire and street. They say building back better, make America great. If that's a wave of the future, all I've got to say Stick your progress where the sun don't shine Keep your big mess away from me and mine If you leave us alone, well, we'd all be just fine Stick your progress where the sun don't shine the whole world to come live in our land and leave our countrymen dying in Afghanistan they say let go of Jesus let government say you can have back your freedoms if you do what we say stick your progress where the sun don't shine keep your big mess Away from me and mine If you leave us alone Well, we'd all be just fine Stick your progress Where the sun don't shine Can you believe that? Can you believe that that song is number one across the whole country? Above Beyonce, above Lizzo. I've been dancing all around the house to this song with my daughter all week. And I think it's awesome. It's a good song. It's very catchy, but it also shows us that there's a tremendous silent majority in this country. I actually thought in 2016 and 2020 that that phrase silent majority was a little overused. It was overplayed by the Trump campaign because typically conservatives aren't super silent. Typically, we're pretty noisy about issues that we care about. Maybe in 2016, there were a lot of disaffected liberals from the Obama administration that voted for Trump. But in 2020, I don't think that there was a silent majority. Conservatives were conservative or the Democrats didn't like Trump. But this song shows us that there are a lot of people who this song resonates with. Holy smokes, should the Democrats be scared going into November because they are going to be taken to the cleaners in the midterm election. And like I said, two weeks topping the charts above Beyonce and Lizzo. Congratulations to John Rich. This is this is super awesome. Super happy to see this. Okay, so let's get into the meat of the show today. Yesterday, the big story, of course, was Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan, um, which I guess I don't understand exactly why this is such a huge story, because really what Pelosi was doing was sort of pulling a classic political trick 
oftentimes politicians, when they're in charge of the country, meaning the Democrats have a majority in the House, they have a majority in the Senate, and they hold the presidency, and the domestic policies in our country are not going well. We have inflation, we have baby formula shortages, we have gas prices, we have, you know, all kinds of bad domestic things. The the trick that that Democrats, and I guess Republicans do this too, just any politicians, oftentimes um, play is they gin up some kind of foreign policy issue to distract the American people from the domestic pain that we're feeling at home. And I think that this was Pelosi's intention behind this visit, because she's not exactly a, she's not exactly committed to liberty. She's not exactly committed to democracy. She's not exactly ideologically opposed to the Chinese Communist Party. So why would she do this? What, what, what message was she trying to send? Well, she was trying to do exactly what she did, which was garner all these headlines and try to distract from what's going on. I actually don't have a huge problem with Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. I kind of, it's neither here nor there. I mean, yeah, she shouldn't, she actually did the right thing as much as it pains me to admit this. She should not kowtow to the Chinese Communist Party saber rattling when they were threatening her for going. So, okay, congratulations, you went to Taiwan. Inflation is still 9.1% here at home. Um, but Ch China has threatened her in a pretty significant way. But when I saw this video specifically, this is straight from the Chinese Communist Party. This is the um, this is the ambassador to the United States from China. This is what he posted on his Twitter account, threatening Pelosi for landing in Taiwan. So this is obviously the People's Liberation Army, which is the Chinese army, the Chinese Communist Army. Gearing up for war, it's supposed to look like. Ready at a moment's notice. This is, so we posted this on his Twitter account, the Chinese ambassador to the United States. His name is uh, Quinn Gang. And this is what he posted with it. He said, this is the People's Liberation Army, the guardian of the Chinese people for 95 years, who will not sit idly by when it comes to safeguarding national sovereignty and territorial integrity. So those two phrases, national sovereignty and territorial integrity, are an obvious reference to Taiwan because China claims that Taiwan is their property. Taiwan claims that they are an independent nation, hence China's anger that Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan. Um, China also directly threatened to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane if they felt that they were threatened, if their territorial integrity was threatened. This is what the Chinese foreign uh, minister, Zhao Lijian, said. He called it a gross interference in China's internal affairs and said that it will result in very serious developments and consequences. He said, we would like to tell the United States once again that China's standing by, the Chinese People's Liberation Army will never sit idly by, and China will take resolute responses and strong countermeasures to defend its sovereignty and territorial integrity. So you might notice, oh, that sounds very similar to, that sounds very similar to what the U.S. or the Chinese ambassador to the U.S. said. Well, of course, because the Chinese Communist Party tells them all what to say. Well, here's the thing. This was an empty threat. The Chinese were never going to shoot down Pelosi. In fact, when I heard this for the first time, I rolled my eyes because I thought, well, what would happen if the Chinese shot down the airplane carrying the Speaker of the House of the United States of America? What would happen? This would cause the United States to respond with war actions. We, we would have to go to war with China if they killed the Speaker of the House, the Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. And we don't want to go to war with China. 
And more importantly, China doesn't want to go to war with us. And they're not stupid. They understand what would happen if they assassinated a the number three in line to the presidency here. So it was an empty threat. They don't want to go to war with the United States. This was never going to happen. But more importantly, and this is a point that I think a lot of people are missing, the Chinese are going to use this. The reason that they are saber rattling, as actually the Biden administration rightly identified, what they're doing is saber rattling. They don't have an intention of following through on this. But the reason that they're doing this, the reason they're making a big deal about it is because they will use Pelosi landing in Taiwan as justification to invade Taiwan. China has been prepping to do this for a long time. They've been staging war games and military exercises. It's it. They they have planned this to the point where it would take them something like three or five days to take over the island of Taiwan and the 23 million people who live there. The U.S. has proven, by the way, that we would not do anything to stop the invasion of Taiwan. I mean, look at how the United States reacted when China essentially took over Hong Kong. We didn't do anything except issue some statements, a slap on the wrist. I mean, even look look at Ukraine, right? The Chinese Communist Party knows that the United States, especially with Biden at the helm, is not going to do anything if they invade Taiwan. And what China wants from the United States is they, they don't want to go to war with us. They do want Taiwan back. But Chinese, when it comes to the United States and their agenda towards us, they want to unseat us as the world's superpower. They want to be the predominant power around the globe. They do not want mutually assured destruction, which is exactly what would happen if the U.S. went to war with China. It would be a nuclear war. It would be, it would be apocalyptic. It would be awful. And China doesn't want that. China wants simply to be the predominant force ideologically, economically, politically around the globe. And so picking a fight that would result in a war with the United States would be counterproductive to that. So so what do, what do we make of this? So first of all, we pray for the 23 million people who live in Taiwan because we are going to witness something catastrophic happen to them. We are going to witness China take over Taiwan probably sooner rather than later while Biden is still in office because is it Nancy Pelosi's fault if China uses her visit to Taiwan as justification to invade Taiwan? Honestly, I don't think so. I really don't think that that's Pelosi's fault. I think Pelosi's a bad person. I think she's corrupt to the core. I think she's evil. I don't think that she is responsible for the actions, the evil ideology of the Chinese Communist Party. They were looking for a reason to justify invading Taiwan, and they were going to invent a justification whether they were provided with one or not. I mean, visiting Taiwan isn't even a justification. They're just going to they're going to try to utilize that. So is it Pelosi's fault? Not really. It is Biden's fault for showing weakness on the world stage if he had not, if he had not, I mean, he called Xi Jinping to assure Xi Jinping that Pelosi's visit was not meant to ruffle feathers. This guy is a sniveling coward. He intimidates no one, not Vladimir Putin, not Xi Jinping, not North Korea, not Iran, not any adversary who wishes any ill on us. Um, But even conservative media isn't really getting to the root of the issue here when it comes to what China wants from the United States and how exactly they already are waging war on us. Now, I like Bambi, and I think you will too, because small business owners, have you ever had an issue with employee attendance? Have you ever had an employee altercation in the workplace? Have you ever stressed about navigating through HR compliance? Who among us hasn't? The bad news is, is that one complaint against your company can turn your whole world upside down. The good news is Bambi is here to help small business owners implement good HR practices. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses just like yours. So you can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. First, Bambi's HR autopilot automates your core policies. I'm talking like workplace training and employee feedback. 
Then your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. They're available by phone, by email, or real-time chat. Now, an in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year, but with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. There's no hidden fees. You can cancel anytime. You run your business, let Bambi run your HR. Go to Bambi.com slash Liz right now for your free HR audit. If you use my URL, it's spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash L-I-Z, then you will get a free HR audit. Bambi.com slash Liz. Okay, so China does have a plan when it comes to the United States. They do have goals when it comes to the United States. They do have a political agenda when it comes to the United States, but the Democrats certainly are miss the point all the time when it comes to China's intentions towards us. And a lot of conservatives and Republicans are missing the point now, becoming just as obsessed with the Pelosi visiting Taiwan story as Pelosi wants them to become with her visit to Taiwan story because she doesn't want them to be talking about inflation and gas prices and the fact that Manchin, the Manchin-Schumer so-called Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 will do no such thing. It will not It will not reduce the deficit. It will not fight inflation. It will not make healthcare more affordable. It will not increase domestic energy supply. And it certainly will raise your taxes. If you didn't, we we talked about this yesterday on the show. If you want to identify almost every single lie, every single line that is a lie in the mansion spending bill, then yesterday's episode, episode 180, highly recommend that you go uh, watch that. That's what Nancy Pelosi doesn't want you to be talking about. She also, the Chinese don't want us to be talking about what they're doing here in the United States because they have no intention of fighting a war with us on foreign soil, whether it's on Chinese soil, whether it's in Hong Kong, whether it's in Taiwan, what the Chinese want to do, the Chinese communists want to do, is they want to subvert the United States from within. And one of the ways that they're doing this, actually down in Florida right now, there are Chinese nationals who have been buying homes like crazy. These are foreigners. These are, these are foreign citizens, citizens of, of the People's Republic of China who are buying our homes. And they're buying them at prices higher than our market value. value. They're buying them sight unseen. In fact, they have bought $6.1 billion worth of homes in Florida in the past 12 months. And the reason this is significant, the Chinese have been buying real estate in our country for a long time. This has been a problem for years, but the rate at which the Chinese are buying real estate and the amount of money that they're spending on this has increased by a lot. In Florida alone in the past year, this $6.1 billion is an increase of 27% over the year before that. 27% increase. And um, the National Association of Realtors found that Chinese nationals are specifically focusing on Florida in a way that they haven't done before. Um, Florida didn't even crack the list of the top 15 places that, that Chinese nationals around the globe were buying real estate until 2022. And then all of a sudden it became the fourth most popular destination for Chinese nationals to buy these, to buy these homes in Florida. So the question is why? Why are they doing this? How are they allowed to do this? And we'll get to that actually secondarily, but why are they doing this? So when I first came across this story, I was actually quite surprised that they're even allowed to do this because the percentage of land that in Florida that's been purchased by people, by international, uh, international um, folks increased by 2% in 2022 from 2% in 2021. That means 4% of properties in the state of Florida is owned by foreigners. And I thought, 
how, how is Florida even allowing this to happen? I, I, I guess I don't quite understand why we allow this. In China, for example, foreigners aren't allowed to purchase real estate. So I couldn't go to China and say, hey, I want to buy an apartment in your high rise. I want to buy a penthouse suite in, in one of your cityscapes. They would say, no, you're not allowed because you're a U.S. citizen. Yet we allow them to come to our country and to buy up real estate in a way that really shifts the market, especially the housing market, especially in a time when people are fleeing the city centers and want to want to live in the suburbs. The price of housing is already insane. My husband and I bought a house in um, in January of 2021, and it was literally so much more expensive than it had been when when it was valued just just a couple years before that. Everyone who's bought a house in the last couple of years understands that that the price of houses is insane. We bought our house the same day that we saw it, and if we hadn't done that, we probably wouldn't have gotten it. That's what the housing market is like right now, and the Chinese nationals who are purchasing real estate sight unseen without coming to visit it at at an increased value above what the market would otherwise dictate are making it even harder for American citizens to find housing. Now, fortunately, the attorney general of the state of Florida, her name's Ashley Moody, she pointed out that Chinese nationals aren't allowed to do this. This is what she said. She said, there are no sanctions in Florida. Now compare it to China. Foreign investment in China is banned. There's no doubt that our policies are self-sacrificing and outdated. They leave us vulnerable. Yes, that's that's very key. And I'm glad that there's some politician somewhere that understands this because this leaves us extremely vulnerable if we understand what China's goal is for the United States. So China has a plan called the 1,000-year war. And, or at least that's what we call China's plan, meaning they are not committed to instant gratification the way that, well, even American politics are. I'm not talking about on an individual basis here. I'm talking about in the larger political in the larger political scene. They don't care if they subvert the United States next year. They're not like the radical left here in the United States where they want their policies implemented now, not one year from now, not two years from now, but right now. No, the Chinese are willing to be patient and to wait and to make sure that they have laid the groundwork so that when they do get to that tipping point, everything is everything in the United States is completely subverted and China is poised to win. China is poised to lead. China is poised to come out on top while the United States falls. So we've seen the way that China has infiltrated our society. We've seen how China controls some of our biggest corporations. We've seen Hollywood co-opted by the Chinese, where movies coming out of Hollywood have had to self-censor if they want to show, if they want to play the movies in the Chinese market. And this censorship doesn't just happen after the movie has been produced and a scene or a word or something is, is censored or bleeped out of the movie. No, this is censorship that happens before the movies are even made, before the scripts are even written, before the movie has even been filmed, before the actors have even been hired. China has this grip on Hollywood. And it's not just censorship. It's also the insertion of Chinese propaganda portraying Chinese communists and Chinese government officials in a certain way, in a non-negative, just positive way. That is a breeding ground for someone to feel positively towards the Chinese communist ideology. That's what China's doing here in the United States. They also control a large chain of movie theaters here in our country, which gives them more control over what they want you either not to see or what they want you um, to be subjected to. So either censorship or propaganda. China also, in a sense, controls the NBA. The NBA wants to play games in China. They have an enormous market for their merchandise in China. And so we saw exactly what happened with the Houston Rockets when their general manager, Daryl Morey, 
called out China for their actions in Hong Kong. LeBron James wouldn't even criticize the Chinese communists or the awful, atrocious human rights violations that the Chinese communists commit every day particularly against against the Uyghur Muslims, a religious minority in China. We see this on college campuses. China has opened Confucius Institutes at college campuses all across our country. What are Confucius Institutes? They're dedicated to educating or indoctrinating the American public, particularly American youth at colleges and universities in communist ideology. It's actually shocking. Look up your alma mater. Look up the school where your child goes. Look up whether they have a Confucius Institute. If they do, That is the Chinese communists actively working to subvert the United States through your children, through our college students on campus. China also seeds our STEM field. They send foreign exchange students, Chinese students, to graduate programs here in the United States that are that are STEM related because they want to, they well, essentially they want to steal technology and scientific knowledge from the United States, both to profit, but also, but also so that they can use that, they can weaponize that information or that technology against us. Perhaps something that, you know, may fall into this category, perhaps like COVID, like that virus, like the coronavirus. They also steal our intellectual property. I'm talking billions and billions of dollars worth of our intellectual property. And they've been waging a trade war for a long time. They are a currency manipulator. They're trying to take advantage of us economically, make us reliant on Chinese manufacturing. We've seen just a tiny, tiny bit of the problems that that causes when we rely on them, when our supply chain is so brittle that if we, if China doesn't supply what we ask for, then we have shortages in our country. Sometimes these are shortages that are goods and services that are non-essential, not necessary, but sometimes it is necessary. Sometimes these are chips for computers or semiconductors, things that we rely on, not just for cars, but for our fighter jets, for things that are uh, critical to our national security, to the, to the sovereignty of our nation. So China is really committed to infiltrating our country, to subverting us from within. China wants nothing more, by the way, than to destabilize the United States economy. Because what better, better way to destabilize a, a functioning constitutional republic than to destabilize the economy. When people are scared, when people are poor, when people are hungry, they are very, very willing to turn on a government. That is what China wants. In fact, a really good example of this is what happened with COVID. Whether or not the Chinese deliberately released this this virus after they had manipulated it in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or whether they simply exploited an accident that happened while they were conducting these dangerous gain-of-function experiments that deliberately made this virus more dangerous and more lethal and more transmissible to humans, regardless of the intention, whether it was an accident or whether they did it on purpose, they certainly exploited this to destabilize the United States economy. Look at what happened. They convinced politicians of both parties, of all levels, from federal to state to local to county, to shut down our economy, to violate our constitution, wreaking havoc the like that we have never seen outside of wartime here in the United States. This is literally the dream of the Chinese Communist Party. I I bet they have never been more delighted. I bet old Winnie the Pooh over in China was just, you know, smiling away. This is like a honeypot for him. They don't, the Chinese won't actually have to lift a finger militarily against us if we here in the United States 
allow our government to become a bloated welfare state. If we commit economic suicide ourselves, whether it's through fear of COVID, whether it's through adoption of the Green New Deal or Medicare for All or Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax or Biden's Build Back Better or the Schumer Mansion spending bill that doesn't fight inflation, any of these radical leftist propositions, and those are monetary propositions, by the way, not even to mention our, our cultural suicide that we're committing with this gender ideology, the queer ideology, the critical race theory, the destabilization of the parental the parental relationship with children, parental rights. If China doesn't want to lift a finger against us, because they don't have to, they can destabilize us and we will essentially nationally commit suicide and China will be out on top. So then we come back to Florida. What are they doing in Florida? Chinese nationals spending an exorbitant amount of money, over $6 billion in the space of one year, that's billion with a B, to buy homes at prices that are more expensive than the market value, buying them sight unseen. What does this do? This destabilizes the housing market in Florida, destabilizes the economy in a sense, because people who would otherwise buy homes are now relying on what? Something else. They need need some other housing. There's a housing shortage. This impacts the economy. And by the way, This is a proven tactic in the history of our country, in the history of the world, actually, economic warfare works to destabilize a nation. Look at what we did towards the Soviet Union in the Cold War. Economic warfare is actually what enabled us to win the Cold War. This is a proven tactic that the United States actually pioneered and China is now using it against us. Okay, now I like Dormeo because really good, really nice mattresses are crazy expensive, but I still wanna sleep on a bed that feels really good and really nice. If you suffer from achy hips, achy back, or shoulders, then you have to try the new premium mattress topper by Dormeo. It's a fraction of the cost of a new mattress, but you can get that new bed feeling without having to buy a new bed. Their smart body zoning helps create better support for your body while you sleep. That means no more waking up with unexpected aches and pains that you didn't have the night before. Their mattress topper has a full range of sizes from twin all the way through king. They even have RV sizes and a new split head king. And it's perfect for everything from an adjustable base to a spare bed in the guest room to couches, maybe a futon, even a boat. Basically, if you can sleep on it, they probably have a mattress topper for it. Plus, Dormeo is known for their incredible customer service. Don't believe me? Well, give them a call. Message them on their website and be amazed at how fast they respond. Let me tell you, they sent me one and I love it. I think you will too. Right now, if you go to dormeo.com slash Liz, you'll receive 30% off your Dormeo mattress topper. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to go to my URL. It's D-O-R-M-E-O.com slash Liz. Remember, with their 10-year warranty and a 100-night risk-free trial, plus free shipping, it's crazy not to get Dormeo a try. Dormeo.com slash Liz. They want us to fall. Now, some people may say, okay, so what's happening in Florida where Chinese nationals are buying real estate? That's not new. Chinese nationals have been buying real estate, especially very, very expensive real estate. Most of in New York, most of the penthouse suites in the most expensive buildings in New York are actually owned by very wealthy Chinese nationalists or Chinese nationals. And the the sort of uh, party line or the narrative that accompanies that is, oh, these these Chinese nationals wanted to park their wealth somewhere outside of China in case they case they ruffle the feathers of the Chinese communists. They don't want all their wealth to be confiscated. They don't want to be fully under the control of the Chinese communists. And there may be an element of truth to that, but I don't think that that's the primary reason that they do this. The primary reason they do this is because Chinese nationals are all tied to the Chinese Communist Party. And I I know that's a very broad generalization, but it's not because they all want to. Here's what I mean. When 
Chinese nationals send their children to U.S. universities. Maybe these parents just want their children to have the best education. Maybe they want them educated in the Western tradition. Maybe they want opportunity for their children to to succeed. That may be that may be true. And the students may want to learn. They may want to integrate into U.S. society. They may want to learn here and then go back to China. They may all have very innocent intentions. But the Chinese communists don't allow them to have to act that way. They don't allow students to simply come here and learn and then go back to China or stay here. They don't allow parents to simply send their children here and then come back. No, they force students to become spies for China. They force students to give information and to try to steal intellectual property and to work with Confucius Institute operatives from the Chinese Communist Party in China to further China's political agenda here in the United States. So one of the things that Chinese nationals do is they pay off the family members of very powerful politicians here in the United States. So these these penthouse suites, I have no idea who's getting the money from, from those, but I will tell you, it's not just an investment. Essentially, Chinese nationals will pay off colleges by making humongous donations to the colleges. They pay off the colleges to accept their kids. And the reason for that is, yes, they want access to STEM programs. Yes, they want access to technology but they also want access to the children of rich and powerful people in the private sector and politically here in the United States, because it's through the children of powerful people and politicians that China leverages their power here in the United States. It's actually a strategy in China where the the children of powerful people and politicians are called princelings. And this is how you do business in China. You pay off the children of powerful people, and that's how you get access to the powerful people. So yes, It is happening in New York where Chinese people have bought real estate for decades now, um, and it's not good there either. But it's happening at an increased rate in Florida, and we uh, we we should put a stop to it. Here's the thing. Once you understand what China is doing, it forces us to ask the question, or or it incentivizes us to ask the question, how are we letting this happen? How are state governments allowing China to own so much of United States property? Why haven't we put a stop to this? So often, I think we sit here and we want the federal government to do this thing or that thing when there's so much power at the state level that you and I can utilize and should be utilizing. There's no way that Chinese nationals should be able to own this amount of property in Florida or any other state for that matter. There should be state laws. If there's not already, this <laughs> you should call your state representatives and your governor and you should demand that this be made law tomorrow. There should be a limit on the amount of money that foreigners you that foreigners are allowed to use to purchase properties and the uh there should be a limit on the percentage of properties that foreign nationals are allowed to own this is such a no brainer i don't understand why this is not already a state law because china has china has been working towards subverting the united states from within for a really long time this is not new this is not something we just discovered we know exactly what they're doing um The question is, what are we going to do about it? Are we going to respond or are we going to become obsessed with Nancy Pelosi visiting Taiwan and a propaganda video of the People's Liberation Army that the Chinese ambassador to the United States posted on Twitter to try to saber rattle? Are we going to be obsessed with what what China might actually do when we know they're not going to shoot down her plane? They don't want a war with the United States. We don't want a war with them. It's not going to happen. Why don't we focus on what China's actually doing and what we actually can do to stop them so that we can prevent them from subverting us as the world superpower. And by the way, the Chinese, you can you can see exactly 
what the Chinese are doing, not just in Florida, in North Dakota, actually. In North Dakota, there's a Chinese food manufacturer that bought some farmland up there. It's like 300 acres of farmland and they claim they want to make a corn milling plant. And I read this and I was like, oh, okay. They bought these 300 acres for a little over two and a half million dollars, $2.6 million is this sale. And when I first read this, I thought that's really weird that they would do that because 300 acres is just not that much. Why would China want to do that? And then I realized that this, this 300 acres is about 20 minutes away from the Grand Forks Air Force Base. That's right. What is at the Grand Forks Air Force Base, you might ask? Well, that's where the United States military keeps very sensitive uh, military drone equipment and technology. And it is the home of essentially what's the backbone of all U.S. military communications equipment for the entire globe. So <laughs> the Chinese just bought this because they want to mill corn in North Dakota. Okay, says the most naive people ever. No, 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 no. The Chinese are placing, are buying properties in places that are strategic for them. They are trying to co-opt our strategic resources in places like Florida or New York, and they are they are buying mediums like movie theaters and placing Confucius Institutes on college campuses in order to help destabilize the United States so that we fall. Because when we fall, the Chinese military will not have to lift a finger. They will just sit there and want, they're basically giving us the rope to hang ourselves. They'll sit there and watch while they then take over as the world's superpower and infuse and impose Chinese communism all around the world. And the US will be sitting here worried about uh, whether we offended someone with some kind of neo-pronoun. This is exactly what the Chinese communist wants. And by the way, speaking of farmland, we're gonna be doing a whole episode on who owns America's farmland and who is buying up America's farmland, but we have to we have to have a whole episode, an entirely separate episode for that because that's a really really crazy topic. That'll be coming up here in uh, the next few episodes. So back to state laws, limit the amount or the percentage of foreign investments and foreign purchase, especially of real estate and farmland, particularly as it pertains to strategic resources. If it's a resource that we rely on, then a foreign national shouldn't own it if it's in our country. We claim we want the federal government to act, but the states can act right now. Who controls the resources controls the country. If we allow China to control our resources, then they will control the country. So is China going to shoot down Pelosi's plane? No, they never were, not even close. Do they want war with the United States? Nope, they don't want war with the United States and they actually never did. They are waging a silent war here in the United States already. It's happening under our very nose and we know about it. We can see it. We can prove this and we better put a stop to this before it's too late. That's the biggest takeaway about the mainstream media's reaction to Pelosi's strategic political play landing in Taiwan and even some conservatives and Republicans who are obsessing over what China's response will be. It's a distraction. Don't miss the forest for the trees. Okay, over on Locals, on the Liz Wheeler Show community on Locals, we're gonna talk about student loan debt because there's being a there's a concerted effort from the left to cancel student loan debt. And we're gonna talk about exactly what that means because you might be surprised about who this hurts the most. So go to lizwheelershow.com slash locals. If you use my promo code, it's access, A-C-C-E-S-S, then you can watch for free for a month on your annual subscription. That's lizwheelershow.com slash locals. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. The Liz Wheeler Show is produced by Jonathan Hay. Executive producer, Chad Abbott. 
Director of Photography, Kevin McRoberts. Editor, Alejandro Figuerilla. Sound Mixer, Robin Fenderson. Director of Marketing, Emily Washler. Production and Talent Coordinator, Matt Toffler. And Senior Publicist, Patricia Jackson. This has been a Soundfront production. Give this video a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button below, and ring the bell to make sure you never miss a video.